Hey everyone, welcome to the Within Her Soul podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Sydney. And we are two Jesus-loving women who have a lot to say about living as Christians in this modern day world. We deep dive into tough to talk about topics that we know you're battling with. We expose all things relationships, soul care, sex, healing from your past, and more. We give practical advice in these areas, but also share comedic stories of our own lessons learned and normalize what being a Christian woman in today's society is really like. So buckle up, friend. It's going to get real, real quick. Welcome back to the podcast. We are so glad you're here once again with us. This week, we are talking about approaching seasons of change. This can be, you know, whether you're engaged, like Jordan is, getting ready to get married, getting ready to have a baby like I am, you know, starting college, about to graduate high school, entering a new career, starting off your career, you know, in the in the career world, going through a breakup, like transitioning to a season of singleness. Um, we all from time to time, periodically, whether it's every six months, every few years, whatever, we go through these big changes where we have to kind of transition our roles in life. And as exciting as a lot of these times can be, some of them can also be difficult. Some of them, most all of them bring their own sets of challenges. Um, I feel like anytime that we kind of transition our role in life, like our main role, there's just, there can be a lot of concerns. There can be nerves, there can be worries. But the good thing is that even though we're always changing and evolving as humans, God is not. He literally does not change and his word doesn't change. And that is something that gives me so much comfort because that means that I always have a rock. I always have a cornerstone, a strong foundation to lean back on. And it also means that my identity never truly changes. If my identity is in him, then I don't have to feel like I have to be this complete new person just because I'm going into a new season in life. I think that's a pressure that a lot of us put on ourselves like, oh, I'm about to be a wife. Now I've got to be this and this and this and this and this and this. And we kind of almost will lose ourselves sometimes. We'll lose a little bit of our identity in these transitions or in because I've heard a lot of women say like when they became a mom, they kind of like lost themselves. But the thing is, we don't have to. We are the same person that God made us to be. And if we just focus on him and who he designed us to be, then we can get you know, we can get through all of these seasons and, um, we can thrive through them. Yeah. You know, it's funny is I actually like love change. I'm the girl that like changes her bedroom every other week or (laughs) change, like moves the couch 18,000 different ways. And I used to always be made fun of because all my roommates that used to live with me, they'd come home into a whole new living room. And I actually love change. I love changing things up. I love when I go into new seasons of change. And what's interesting enough is that I actually have I haven't struggled with this season of change, like becoming a wife, but it's, it's the biggest change I've ever gone through. Right. So like when I went to college for the first time, I like was nervous because it's new, but like it was exciting. And it's so interesting because even becoming a wife, like I'm so excited, but it's so big that my excitement has been, it's almost been um, di- not diminished. What's another word for like made smaller, like watered down a little watered bit? down. That's a great word. Like it's almost a watered down because the, the heaviness of going into this new season. And I think about, you know, even with you becoming a new mom, like a first time mom, that's such a big change that you're almost like paralyzed at the excitement of it because it's like, can I do this? Am I going to be like, am I going to be worthy of this? Like, can I, you know, really fulfill the role that God intended me to do in this new season. And so it's hilarious for me that I'm like now uncomfortable with this change. And I'm like, wait, I am like queen of change. I love change. I'm like, 
seeking change. I'm always trying to change things up in my life to keep myself interested. And I, you know, I'm all about not living the same way for too long. Like I love changing it up. And so for me going into this new season, it's crazy because this is such a real topic. This is such a real thing that people go through. And if you love change, you probably are like me where you don't talk about it. You don't really talk about the struggle of this new change because you're used to change. You love change. But something that I realized with me not talking about it, it made me start questioning myself. It made me start thinking, oh, well, I typically love change. And now this is so big that I'm, I am a little anxious. And I know that's not from the Lord. You know, I am kind of not fearing being a wife by any means, but it is so massive of something that I've looked forward to for so long that the weight of it has made me paralyzed in some ways. And I realized that it's normal. You know, like I had to like come to this point where I was like, okay, you're worrying about how different it is, like how uncomfortable it is to kind of feel this anxiousness around this new season that now you've almost persuaded yourself that something is wrong when literally nothing is wrong. It's just new. It's just different. It's, it's okay. And I think for me, I had to really have a lot of moments with the Lord of like, okay, what is true and what isn't right me telling myself that I'm not going to be a good wife. Is that true? How would we know? I'm not even there yet. You know, the enemy will, will put things in your head of something that hasn't happened yet. And if you catch yourself asking a lot of what ifs, it's from the enemy because the enemy is a what if, and God is a what is. And so you're not going to ever, God's not going to plant wrong things about yourself that haven't even happened yet. That is not God. And so that's something that I really had to go through and I'll be really honest, like things that I've realized that have caused me to kind of panic a little bit is like, I'm changing my last name. And like, I don't know about you ladies or whoever's married. I don't know if you went through this, but that is like, it's not like a scary thing to me, but I'm just like, I'm going to be called something different. And yeah. I've been called this name for the past 30 years. <laughs> now, all of a sudden I'm just not a Mullinax anymore. And I'm like, I mean, that's, it's just weird. It's just so weird. And so like, I'm changing my name. I'm changing my bank account. Like I'm, I'm turning in my little Panda Visa card that I've had since I was 15 y'all. And I'm like, this is like so much, you know, but it's also so funny because as I'm like focusing on all these little things that are changing, I'm like, I'm about to literally get to spend every single day with the person that I love, you know, in the covenant of marriage, you know, there's so I'm going to get to experience life with somebody. I'm like all these things that I feel like I'm gripping so tight to, I'm not being able to like focus on the things that come with it. I'm not being able to realize the gifts that are coming because I haven't experienced those yet. I'm like still sitting in this, this old place that God's like, okay, you've been here and now I'm calling you to somewhere new, but you can't start packing all your bags and trying to bring your old, your old life to the new life. Like it doesn't work that way. And so sometimes you do, you have to let go of certain things. And I think I had to realize that it's okay to feel those emotions. You're not terrible for feeling those things of like, I'm going to kind of miss this, this person I was, or I'm going to kind of miss this season that I, I was in. That doesn't mean we want to go back. Doesn't mean we want to go back and live in it. It's just, it's okay to feel those emotions around it because it's overwhelming. It definitely is overwhelming. It can feel a little scary, but just like Sid said, I think once you realize that you have God as your foundation, he's with you everywhere. 
So it doesn't really matter what season you're in because he's going to help you get through every single one of those seasons that you're transitioning into. Yeah, that's so true. And it, I, gosh, that's so relatable because when I got married less than three years ago, I went through like the exact same thing. It is such a huge change. And, you know, and then you get really comfortable and it's like, oh, it's all good. And now there's a huge, another, another huge change coming. And, you know, so it's super relatable. And so I'm going to be a mom here in just a few weeks. And I'd honestly say that the biggest like transition, I think, well, I haven't gotten, I haven't hit the biggest transition yet. When she gets here, it's going to be the biggest transition. But like mentally at the beginning, when I first found out I was pregnant, that was the hardest thing to wrap my mind around. Like when you first realize that change is coming, I think that can be such an overwhelming thing. So yeah, I won't go too much into that because I actually talked a lot about that on um, the episode that we recorded that says I'm pregnant and freaking out or something along those lines. We recorded an episode about when I found out that I was pregnant. So go listen to that if you're in that scenario and you want to hear that story. But, you know, I'm so thankful that God gives us nine months to prepare to be a mom because he's definitely given me so much more peace, like over those nine months and all of those nerves and uncertainties, he's actually turned into excitement. I just wanted to throw out that, like, I remember when I first found out that like everything was going to change, right? Like I found out that I was pregnant and I'll also just add that at this time, my husband and I had decided to sell our house, which was going to be moving us out of our neighborhood of all of our friends that we were super close with, hung out with all the time. We were going to be moving to a different city away from our community. We're really close with our gym community. My husband was getting a new job. So lots and lots of transition, like basically every major part of my life was changing. And, you know, then I find out I'm pregnant and I just remember like crying and just going through so much at that time. And I was just praying and crying and praying and crying. And I remember or sitting in the car and listening to some Christian playlist on Spotify and the song I Am Yours by Lauren Daigle came on. And I like love Lauren Daigle. I don't really feel like I normally listen to the words of her songs. I just like listen and love the beat and sing along somehow. Um, But for some reason that day, I like tuned into the words and I just remember this song like comforting me so much. And so it's just so cool how like when you're in those moments where you're fearful or whatever, and you turn to the Lord, like he will comfort you. And I wanted to just read the words of this song really quick because If you're in a season of change and you are going through uncertainty and all of that, I think that it could probably bring you comfort as well. But it said, so let the waters rise. I will stand as the oceans roar. Let the earth shake beneath me. Let the mountains fall. You are God over the storm and I am yours. And, you know, I almost feel bad relating that to me being pregnant and having a child because it's such a blessing. But any change, like any big change in life can be so scary And just hearing those words, like you're the God of the storm, like this is yours. This is your battle, Lord. And like, because I am yours, I can stand firm and I can fight and I can do this. Like I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It just gave me such boldness and such courage. And I just remember, like, I have literally played that song over and over this whole season of pregnancy and all these big changes in our life. And so I just want to share that in hopes that it would encourage you as well. Well, you know, I think it's hard to whenever we think of seasons of change, like sometimes, like Sid said in the very beginning, you could be going through a breakup, which feels very heavy, sad, 
hard. And then you could also be like me and Sid where we're at right now, where it's like marriage and babies. Like, but we, we feel the same things. Like we can feel yes. that same heaviness of like, cause and me and Corey talk about this all the time. Like we both have those moments where we're like, I think we're slightly panicking, you know, and it's not because we don't love each other unconditionally. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that we don't think we can both be married faithfully or like that we can't do marriage you know it's none of that it's just whenever you're walking into a season of the unknown like it truly that's what that slight panic is it's oh no there's something that I'm about to go through that I've never gone through before whether that's as big as pregnancy or marriage or as maybe going to a new school like Sid said or starting a new job or moving into a new house or a new neighborhood I mean it can literally be anything you know, from that side of the spectrum to the other. But I think what happens is when we walk into this unknown territory, our very first reaction is thinking, how am I going to do this? Can I do this? You start kind of playing into the whole, what if this happens? What if this happens? And I think what, thank goodness, by the grace of God, like he reminds us that there is no you doing this alone. There is none of that. And God already knew about the season you're about to go through. So I think there's so much hope in Jesus. And I think I actually just had this revelation the other day, you know, I'm like, why don't people believe in Jesus? Right. Cause I just like, it blows my mind to me because I'm like, there's so much hope in Jesus. There is so much courage and like just unexplainable peace that comes with knowing Jesus. And that's yeah. what I like wish people knew more than the rules and, and what you can and cannot do. And, you know, all these legalistic things, because when you really know Jesus, when you get into those scenarios where you're looking into the, your future and you're like, I have no idea what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You're okay. You're like, yeah. You have peace. It's that undeniable peace that you're talking about. Like it is, it's unexplainable. And so I think if there's anything you take away from you being in this season is opening your eyes a little bit to looking around at the peace that you're able to have in the season of the unknown, because it will, it will bring that joy back and in the excitement back into walking into that new season, because we know that the Lord lights our past before we step. We know that he is ahead of us and everything that we do when we're seeking after him. So it's just, no matter what you're going through, it could be the best thing that's ever happened to you. And you could still be slightly freaking out. Don't be mad at yourself for that. Don't feel bad for that because it is completely normal because we aren't able to see our future. We have to walk in faith and that's what God calls us to do, but he loves us. He's going to take care of us. He's our protector. And anything that happens to us, that maybe isn't good, he already is orchestrating it to be good. Let that sink in. No matter what you do now, whatever happens to you, he he loves us so much that he will turn that for your good because he loves you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, kind of went off on a tangent yeah. on that, but it, it just brings peace to a scenario where you might be like, no idea where I'm going, but I know who's leading yeah. me. You know, I know yeah. who's taking me there. I feel like I haven't even realized until now <laughs> how much peace I've had in this transition to becoming a mom. Like, because I really do, like, I hear so many women, like, just with all these concerns and their pregnancy and they're worried, is the baby going to be healthy and this and this? And I do not, I'm not saying this to brag about me because, like, this is not me. This is Lord, but like, I do not worry about those things mm. whatsoever. I have never worried about like her health. I've just prayed and I've just like believed and, that truly is like, I think that's just, it's faith. It's, it's just the power of God. Yeah. yeah. Like once you've walked with the Lord and 
and also I've been through things where I've seen his power, you know, and I, I don't know, I guess just you learn to truly just trust. And I've almost gotten to the point, like, I feel like I used to live in such a like, oh my gosh, what, like you were saying, the devil is the what if, and God is the what is I used to live in this, like, well, what if, what if, what if, and now I'm just like, I live in today and I trust God with tomorrow. I don't know how I'm that way now. <laughs> like there's literally no explanation other than the Holy Spirit, but I just have so much peace all the time. And it's something that I want for everyone. Mm. You know, it makes me think, and this is with everything in my life. Every time that I've panicked about something, it's always about the future. It's yeah. never about something that's actually going on in my life now. Like yeah. that doesn't explain the enemy to a T because he wants you to live in fear. It's really hard to live in fear when the thing hasn't happened yet in your life. So the only way to fear is the what if of that, you know, like, is this really, could this happen? You know, if this does happen, this is where I'll be. And I think as you're transitioning into a new season, that's where the enemy can come in and still that joy so quickly. And like, I, I was thinking about this, like, I've always wanted to be married. I've, I knew I was going to marry Corey within the first two weeks of meeting him, even through our ups and downs. Like I just knew it was him, but there's, it's funny that I can still sit here and hear the enemy saying, are you sure? Are you sure? You know? And it's like, yes, I'm sure. Like, what are you talking about? You know? And it's funny because I'm like, he will do everything to stop God's plan for your life. He will, but it's funny because God always wins. God always gets you back on track, no matter what happens. And so for me in this season, I've really had to be one, spend time with Jesus. Because if you're not spending time with Jesus, it's really hard to hear Jesus. You know, it's really hard to hear God speaking to you. And every time I've done that, the peace comes back and there's no, there's no more of that. There's no more anxiousness. There's no more fear around anything. There's no more self-sabotage on myself. Um, I can quickly tell myself all my flaws, you know, and thinking, oh gosh, I'll never be able to be that wife. I could, I can barely cook a meal, you know, like what kind of wife am I going to be, you know? And that is so enemy. Like when he starts coming in like that, you just realize you're like, okay, this is nonsense and that needs to go. And I need to go back to who God says I am, where God tells me I'm going. And cause you can get in those that uh, repetitive process really quick. Every time something big is happening, you just self-sabotage, you run away, you uh, reject it, you know? And so I think that's the realness behind change, but God calls you to lean on him. You know, he calls you to, to be able to stand strong through those times. So diving into our first soul scripture today, it's so funny because when Jordan and I put together our little document for the podcast, So like one of us will put in some scriptures, the other one will put in some scriptures that we think is relatable. And the very first one that I looked in Jordan had thrown in is the literal scripture that God gave me during this huge season of change to just calm my heart. And it's Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And y'all know I'm big on like, when I read a scripture, I have to break it down bit by bit to interpret it. And seriously, when I say like, I was just crying over, mostly over our change of um, like our move and just missing like our old neighborhood and all those things. It was a really big change for me. And the Lord gave me this. And so like, if you just look at it, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. Like, I think 
So many of us need to hear that. And it's so applicable to so many situations. We've got to let it go, whether it was a great season, whether it was a bad season that you're just dwelling on, you've got to let it go because he says, see, I am doing a new thing. There's one version that says, behold, I am doing a new thing. So like, we've got to receive that. We've got to be open to God doing this new thing in our life. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? Like, do you not see that I'm doing something new here? I'm doing something wonderful. Forget what was there's better coming. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Whether you feel like you're in the wilderness, you don't know what's next. You're concerned. There's lots of uncertainties in this next season that you're stepping into, or you feel like you're in the wasteland where you just feel like maybe, maybe you are going through a breakup. Maybe you're going through some sort of grief and some, you know, something that you're grieving the loss of in your life. And you feel like it's a wasteland. The Lord is doing a new thing. He says, behold, I am doing a new thing. Perceive it. Be open to it. Do not dwell on the past anymore. It's time to move forward. We've got to set our eyes on what is to come. Mm. I feel like the Lord literally just gave this to me whenever you said the word behold. Like I literally got chills and I went to go look up what behold actually means in the Greek. In Greek, the Greek word for behold is, I think it's Edo. It might be Ido. It's E-I-D-O. But the literal translation is be sure to see or don't miss this. So it's not even waiting for God to make your new, your new season better. It's, are you seeing the good in your new season? And Ooh, I needed to hear that because I think (laughs) when he's saying like, you know, don't stop living in the past. He's not saying wait for me to fix it. He's saying, look around. Look around at the new season you're walking into. I am making a new thing for you. I am doing new things. And it's it's not wait and see. It's be sure to see. That means he's already saying he will do a good thing. It's not, I might do a good thing or I might do a new thing. It's he's saying, look around. It's already there. And that is, if that's not comfort, I don't know what is like. That means no matter what new season you're going into, he's already making it perfect for you. Like he's already orchestrating that for you. And he, he's saying, don't miss it. You know, don't don't miss out on seeing the good works that I'm I'm putting into place for you. Mm, so good. The next whole scripture is Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. And it says, for everything, there is a season and a time for every batter under heaven, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. And I think this scripture alone, one, it's just showing you there's a time for everything. You're going to feel all kinds of emotions through whatever you're going through. And I love this scripture because it reminds us that it's okay to feel those things and there will be a season for everything. So if you're listening into our podcast right now and you're like, if only I could be getting married and having a baby right now, that is my ultimate dream. You know, that would be everything to me. Just know that we all go through different seasons at different times. Like I said, I'm living in a season that I prayed for and I'm still having those moments of, whew, you know, like a little 
anxious, right? And so there's always going to be somebody or another season that you're wishing to be in. But this is a perfect example that we all go through seasons at different times. There'll be a time of laughter and there'll be a time of sadness. There'll be a time where you're reaping everything that you've sown. And there's a there's another season where you're literally just sowing. <laughs> you're just planting and planting and planting and not seeing anything. And so I think with the scripture, it's just to be reminded that we go to God for everything. He will make our path straight. He is our protector. He is what gives us peace and encouragement through any struggle. And he is also the glory. We It's, it's who we give glory to through every mountaintop that we sit on. And so one of my favorite scriptures for sure. I love that so much. And our final scripture for today is Joshua 1, 9. It says, have I not commanded you? Commanded. Note the word commanded, right? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of what I was talking about earlier when I was saying like, I just have peace about like the baby and everything. And I don't worry. That has to be the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. right? Um, because I know that he's going to be there. And I feel like if we can really just get it into our hearts that like, wherever I am, he is going to be like, I'm not going to be alone. When you start that new job on Monday, like he is going to be with you in that moment. Don't try to do it alone. Don't think about doing it alone. Don't, don't even let your mind go there. The Lord is speaking through you. He is with you always. Mm, That's so good. This is really one of my favorite scriptures because no matter what you're going through right now, literally anything, you can look at that scripture and be encouraged no matter what you're going through. And I think for this scripture, I think it's so important because literally no matter where you're at and, and whether, like I said, high or low, you can ask God to help equip you to continue on in whatever journey you're on. So if you're someone who's going through something really hard and you're actually not excited to go into the new season you're in, you can ask the Lord to equip you and bring you joy. If you're going into a season that you know you should be joyful over, but it's still a little scary, you can ask the Lord to help equip you and and help you see the joy in it, right? So I think like with the Lord and how he how he fathers us, this scripture is saying like I'm not going to leave you. But come to me and ask what you need. Ask what you need help in in this in this journey, and I will equip you to do that. And I I literally just got the picture of like if you're going into a new job, you're going to be taught, and then that job is going to be something that it was never scary to you. You're gonna be like, I know everything like the back of my hand. If you're walking into motherhood, right. there's gonna be a time where you have three babies, and you're like, let's do a no, let's do a number four. You know. <laughs> There's going to be a time where you step into marriage and you're, you're freaking out about being a wife. And then 20 years go by and you have, you feel like an accomplished partner, right? So everything that's new right now becomes something you can be an expertise in, but just give glory to God in that. And knowing that he was with you every single step of the way. And he's already preparing you by saying, be strong and courageous because you have the Holy spirit in, in you. And that is from me. What you just said is just so true because I remember when we were getting married and I was just so scared about different things. And now I look back and I'm like, I got this. Like I've been a wife for three years. Like it ain't nothing. Like it's just everyday life, you know? And you made a good point with like the job thing. Like you start a new job and you're like, oh my gosh. And then like, you've been there for a year, six months or whatever. And you're like, everything's fine. You know? So I think if we can kind of 
go ahead and like put ourselves in that place, uh, like that futuristic place. And it's like, okay, like I'm eventually going to be fine, <laughs> you yes. know? So good. So our soul assignment today, we thought it would be a good idea to kind of look at maybe your season of change that you're going in right now. And maybe you're not in any season of change. Maybe you're like, I'm living a good life. Like nothing's changing around me, but maybe you can go back and think about a time that you were going into your, your transition or a season of change and write a few things down that you tend to do or react, how you react to a season of change. And the reason why I say to do this is because I did this for myself and I realized every time that I get super stressed about change, I actually become very quiet about it. I stop communicating. I stop sharing um, my feelings. I just kind of hold it all in really, really, really tight. And it normally ends to a breakdown of some sort um, where I'm crying about it or I'm freaking out, you know, just that overwhelm. And so I realized that I have little triggers that lead up to that. I can catch myself saying I'm okay when I'm not okay, you know, things like that. So I just encourage you to kind of look at When you're highly stressed about going into a new season, whatever that might look like for you, what do you do? And some of those things can even look like overeating or maybe you're sleeping in, you know, you're not being productive or maybe you're staying up so late worrying about it. You're losing sleep. You have insomnia, you know, whatever it is, write them down of like things that you keep coming across. And I want you to look up scriptures that encourage you. And and anytime you catch yourself doing one of these things, be able to pull those scriptures out of your heart and meditate on those and know them deeply. And and I, I promise you, the Lord will start giving you more scriptures as you learn them. But then also write out a prayer that will help you overcome these new seasons. And I mean, we just gave you some scriptures today, like even having Joshua 1, 9, when you catch yourself getting anxious or you want to you know, stay up all night because you're just worrying about it. You can recite, you know, do not be frightened or dismayed because I'm with you wherever I go. Like speak those scriptures out loud, allow the spiritual realm to hear you because I promise you, you have angels fighting for you and you also have, you know, demons coming and wanting to destroy you. So when you speak scripture like that, I promise you fear has no place around you. And so Figure out maybe some things that you struggle with when it comes to change and not, you know, when you're starting to lose a little faith, you know, we all go through those moments and partner that with scripture and prayer. And I I really do believe from even my own personal experience, you will see a change in your faith and you will see a change in your joy and in your anxiousness around new seasons. Absolutely. Well, I will pray us out and we hope you join us next week. Lord, I just lift up the listener of this podcast. I pray that you will help her in whatever change, whatever transitional season that she's going through, that you will give her boldness, that you'll give her confidence, that you'll give her peace, that you will remove all fear, and that you'll just speak to her some practical wisdom and and advice that she needs. I pray that she'll seek your word, Lord, and she'll seek wise counsel in order to help her as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening in this week. Just for hanging out with us, we want to give you a free gift. Go to withinhersoul.co slash freebie to grab your free quiet time template. This will be your guide during your alone time with Jesus. You'll journal your highs and lows, record your prayers, and you'll be able to express how you feel the Lord is speaking to you every time you spend time with Him. It's extremely helpful if you're needing some guidance on how to find a quiet time routine that works for you. And before you go, make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't ever miss a new episode. 
You can also catch us at withinhersoul.co on Insta. We'd love for you to message us and let us know how we can pray for you. This is the Within Her Soul podcast. We can't wait to chat with you next week. See you then.